Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Luke Wade. He's the founder of KC Crew, which is a recreation, sports league, and special events company that brings organized and fun events and sports leagues to downtown Kansas City residents. He's also started another company called League Alley that will allow KC Crew to expand to other markets and help other organizations manage their sports leagues efficiently. And so he'll be talking with us today about the two companies and their phenomenal growth just in the last few years. Welcome to the show show today, Luke. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to be here and um, and, uh, ready to to talk. Okay, good. That's what we're here to do. Also, I want to be sure that I congratulate you on the 25 Under 25 Award. It's always one of my most fun times of the year when I get to uh, interview each one of the 25 winners on this podcast. So uh, congratulations uh, for that. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Very honored. I know we've, uh, I think we applied a couple years in the past and just happy happy to win this year and and be amongst the other uh, award winners as well. Yeah, some fun things coming up here. Let's talk about the Casey Crew idea. What was your inspiration for this? You know, I um, I just grew up playing sports my whole life. I, I played, my dad coached my baseball team. I played church basketball. I wrestled and played football and track and all different kinds of things in high school. And then I even went and got a football scholarship um, for college. And, uh, you know, I just played sports my whole life. I met friends through sports and intramurals and in college and things like that. And so when I moved to Kansas city, uh, I didn't really know anyone. And so, you know, I started joining different leagues around the Metro to meet people. And, you know, I had moved downtown. I was working downtown. And it seemed like I was having to drive, you know, 30 minutes outside of the city to find good sports leagues. And so the, the whole idea with Casey crew was, you know, I've got a lot of friends playing that I've met through these leagues. Let's, you know, what does it take to start one downtown? And, and mm-hmm. it just started with a, a softball league and sand volleyball league. And I just went to the parks and rec and said, you know, where's the field that I could rent for both of these. It's the closest to downtown. And they work with me on that. And then next thing you know, I told some friends and we had a thousand people playing the first year. So um, wow. it was really just my love of Kansas city downtown and my love of sports that kind of, kind of brought Casey crew to life. So it started out really as a side project in order for you to not have to drive out to the suburbs uh, every night to play ball. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. I, <laughs> I, I haven't put it that way before, but that's exactly what it is. <laughs> How did? When did you go full-time with this then? Uh, if you started as a side project, when did you realize you had an actual business on your hands? Yeah, so that was the funny thing is I uh, in 2012 is when I started it, um, and for three years it just kind of ran organically. Um, my background is actually technology and graphic design, so I actually was working at a software development company, and then in, in the middle of those three years switched over to working at VML, and you know I was building websites, and I, I loved working at VML. It was a great – surrounded by a, a very smart people at VML, and so I really enjoyed working there, and, and this thing just was kind of a fun thing. I started on the side. I got to play, and – after three years, you know, we had almost 3,000 people playing, and I had umpires kind of setting up the fields for me every night. So I really wasn't doing much, and I had built, you know, a website to kind of manage all the registrations and all the things that go along with running a league. And 
So at, at the end of that third year, someone actually tried to buy it from me. And that's mm. when it kind of clicked in my head that, wow, this is actually more than, you know, just a fun side project is actually worth something. And at that point, when I had those conversations of selling is when I actually pulled in all these financial data and I brought in advisors and they kind of told me like that you could actually do this full time. And so, um, you know, obviously I wouldn't be making what I was making a VML to start, but uh, it, it would be a full time position. And so at, after that, I turned down the offer to sell and just left VML and, and started full time in 2015. So I've uh, been doing it three years part-time and now three years full-time. So this year is our sixth year. Wow. Explain your business model to me. Um, you, you know, obviously you are organizing leagues. I guess if you distilled it down into its simplest form, that's what you'd say. You're organizing leagues. But but how does that work? You can't just reach every sports person, person who wants to play sports in downtown Kansas City. There must be some other mechanism to reach those people and to organize these teams. So, so talk to us about that. Sure. So the business model, as far as that goes, exactly right. We also have big events where I have an events person. We have around three or 4,000 people come to our events every year. Those are one-day events. You buy a ticket, you come, you have a good time, and, and then leave. The leagues are actually by season, and they last about two months. So we have a winter, spring, summer, fall, and a holiday season. So we actually operate leagues year-round, January through December. Obviously, our winter and holiday seasons are more indoor, like indoor volleyball, basketball, um, things, anything you can play indoor, dodgeball, things like that. And then our spring, summer, fall, obviously we go outside for softball, sim volleyball, kickball, things like that. Um, so each person essentially pays us to play per season, per night, per sport. So if you were going to play in the spring season softball on Monday night, you'd pay for that, and then you'd pay again in the summer to play another another night and another another sport. Um, so that's kind of how the business model works. And you're, you're exactly right. In the beginning, it was mostly just word of mouth. I told my friends, and, and obviously this was something that was needed downtown because the way it kind of spread from there through word of mouth was very amazing. After three years, 3,000 people playing word of mouth is, is amazing. So after I quit my job, I started getting into more of like, how do I, like you said, how do I get this out to the masses? So I started researching on email marketing, just all the types of different advertising available. And I really got into the Facebook advertising world. Um, and obviously having a tech background, it helped me a little bit. And so we've actually become a really, really big marketing um, uh, mm -hmm. arm as well. So we have this whole marketing piece where we run email marketing, text marketing. Um, we also run Facebook ads. Only, the only dollars we spend go into Facebook. And we've grown by almost 40% every year. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Are you targeting, with the leagues, are you targeting a specific age group? Yes. We, our leagues right now are only 20, 21 and over. So we've had 21-year-olds uh, play with us all the way up to 70-year-olds play with us. But our core mm -hmm. demographic is, uh, is anywhere from 24 to 31 years old. Um, and in co-ed, we also have, we have men and women's leagues as well and co-ed leagues. So, yes, we're targeting, typically we target that 24 to 31-year-old range. Um, but we, like I said, we have as young as 21 up to we've had 70, 70 year old play with us. Okay, so so these are adult leagues. Just wanted to make sure to clarify these were not children's leagues or Correct. you know uh, for teenagers and so forth. So these are strictly for adults. You also mentioned that you run events. Uh, what are some of these signature events that some of them are really fun? As a matter of fact, from everything I've read and heard, talk talk to us about some of those and how they play into uh, all this. Sure. So in, in targeting adults in our sports leagues, all, most of these adults are out there to have fun and meet people and play sports and just really socialize. So they're, they're mostly social sports. And so 
it just made sense to start planning one-day events or pub crawls, introducing people to different ideas in different locations around the city. And so we actually started, the first thing we ever did, we, we just we made up, and we, we really focused on the experience in our leagues and our events on something unique that you're not going to get anywhere else. And so the first one we did was actually called the End of the World Pub Crawl, and it, it started around the whole 2012 Mayan end of the world calendar thing where everybody yes. was freaking out and the, the right. world's going to end. And, and so we thought, let's do an end of the world pub crawl around that. And so we got very lucky and we did it December 1 of that year and got 60 degree weather. But the idea is essentially we closed down a street with five bars on one block. We bring out a local charity. We have professional makeup artists turn those volunteers from that charity into zombies. They roam the streets <laughs> in character. They can only take a couple steps after you. And you get a flag football belt, and you have to go from bar to bar without the zombies taking your flags, which are your lives. <laughs> and so it's essentially the end of the world pub crawl. And we had over a thousand people come out the first year, and it was just overwhelming. Couldn't believe it. And so we've actually done it every year since then. A couple of years ago, it spun off into its own company, and we actually now do this in several different cities. We're in Denver. Oh. We're talking about doing it in Detroit. Austin and several other places this year as well. So it's kind of spun off into its own thing. And we have people that come to Denver every year from Kansas City just so they can do the crawl twice a year. So that's one example. Um, But we have a lot of things like that where we really, again, we try and take something that's popular or fun that people like and twist it into a unique event. You were talking about marketing before, that you're really a big marketing machine uh, in addition to organizing all these leagues. I would assume that these pub crawls and some of these other events serve two purposes. One, they keep the people that are enrolled in your leagues engaged with each other in a different way where they can make more lasting relationships. And then second, you draw more people to the leagues as a result of that. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We have some crossover, but I also think it's a great way to market both. So we have people who come to our events that didn't even know we do leagues. And so being able to reach those people, because we have a lot of leagues. We don't just have softball, kickball, stand volleyball, the, the, the more athletic type, you know, leagues. We have other leagues like Cornhole. We have uh, Mario Kart League at Updown. We have a skee-ball league at Updown. We, we have a lot of different leagues where anybody can play. We have a karaoke league where teams come and sing head-to-head and the crowd votes on the winner. Like, we have a lot of unique things. And so our events offer, one, they're great. They're really fun. People love them. We meet a lot of great people. Great people meet each other at our events. But it gives us an opportunity to tell those people about our leagues and, they're like, and, and, and inform them, and vice versa. When we're running our leagues, it gives us an opportunity to tell our, our league people about our events. And it's like, hey, you guys see each other every day in softball, but you know, get outside of that environment. Come to you know, our events this weekend and have a good time. And it's also introducing people to the city. You know, we, we came up with an event a couple of years ago called the Downtown Open, where it's essentially urban golfing through downtown, and it was around the streetcar launch. So we actually do chipping off of, like, um, different buildings with limited slide golf balls that they're foam course, they don't do any damage. And then you go and putt inside the bars and it goes from river market to <laughs> union station. And you use the streetcar as your golf cart. And we called that the downtown open. And we had over a thousand people come to that the first year. And then it grew even bigger this year. And so there's things like that, where we, we partnered with the streetcar, we partnered with parks and rec department. We, our biggest strength I, I feel is in our partnerships. We're always wanting to work with other people to, to provide a win for not only the city, but the, people in the city and the, and the companies involved, too. Do you ever work with private businesses to stage events and, uh, you know, the fun times for their employees or customers, team-building kinds of things, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah, we, so that's a, I think that's one of our biggest opportunities for success going forward is we've really – that's kind of happened organically for us. We've had 
companies coming to us and saying, hey, we saw you did a murder mystery party. How do you plan, plan how can we plan that for our employees? Or you do, a, you know, we do beer Olympics and things like that. And so we organically companies have been coming to us to ask us to do that. But I think going forward, we're going to be creating a whole uh, piece going after co- companies and letting them know we do those things. I think that's the biggest, if, if they knew we did this stuff, I think we'd have more, more companies coming to us, but we do have that piece. Um, and then we also have, um, we have corporate leagues. So we actually have a softball league where there's about 16 architect companies around Kansas City that all play in this league together. And it's in, kind of an invite only. If you're an architect company, you're invited. And they essentially play together all year long against other architect companies. So it's almost networking in their, in, in, in their vertical. And so we have, a, we have that for an architect league. We also have an advertising kickball league. And so um, those are pieces we're starting to look at as well as how do we offer, how do we create a construction sim volleyball league or a, a banking league where it really gets people inside their own networks, networking outside of, you know, a normal happy hour. It's actually through sports. You made all of this sound very easy and very fun <laughs> as if you, oh, I, I'm tired of driving to the suburbs. Let's start this thing. It exploded. You were able to quit your job, go full-time into this business. We haven't even talked about League Alley yet. And, uh, I'm sure you've had some challenges, though. Every business has them. What would you say was one or two of your largest challenges as you really started approaching this more like a business? Sure. You know, 100%, um, I think for me, it was the fact that I didn't really have any business experience. I went to school to be a computer programmer and graphic designer. And so really learning all the aspects of running a business and hiring employees and payroll and taxes and and all that stuff, I think was the biggest struggle for me just because I didn't have any experience in that. Um, But, you know, I've got a lot of great people who've been helping me out. There's a lot of companies we partner with to to support some of our business needs. Um, So that's been been great. Other than that, I think our biggest struggle has just been lack of uh, places to play in in downtown Mm. Kansas City. Um, So we've moved a little bit north. We've moved a little bit west into Kansas. Um, and so um, I think that's uh, been a big challenge, but I know the Parks and Rec has, you know, done a lot to improve the fields that, they, that are there. And there's a lot of new things coming in like Kemper Arena and some other things. And, and you know, we worked with, again, on the partnerships, we partnered with uh, the Port Authority uh, about a, a year ago and built six in volleyball courts on the riverfront and already sold those out within a year. And so I think that's a big opportunity for us going forward is identifying what, what other needs are there? What other fields need to, to be built? And seeing if we can do a, you know, a public-private partnership for those type of deals. Talk to us about League Alley. How is that complementing and helping your current situation and also enhancing your ability to expand eventually? Sure. Um, so it's, uh, it's actually League Ally. Uh, sorry, don't, don't worry. I, I get a lot of people pronouncing it <laughs> that way. Um, my background is actually military, so part of the ally thing for me really stood out because this software really is that it's an ally to anyone trying to run a, a sports league. It essentially manages everything that you need to manage and more that probably you hadn't even thought about if you're starting a sports league or managing a sports league. I've taken everything that I've learned in six years of running a sports league and my technology knowledge and built it into this software that essentially um, I can sell to other users. Um, we have parks and rec departments, things like that, who are running their own leagues. They can white label it as their own, have their own website, and use everything that Casey Crew has used to grow and succeed as far as league management goes for themselves. But we really, we built it for ourselves so that we could expand in different markets in perfect timing because we actually just signed a, a deal with the city of Overland Park to take over all of their leagues in 2018. Oh. Um, so we're actually using the software ourselves to launch what we're calling Casey Crew South. 
Um, so the general idea of KC Crew was play downtown, live downtown, and, and socialize downtown. And so when we have our leagues downtown, we also, since it's adult leagues, we partner with local bars and restaurants in the area to offer specials and different things for our players for their games. So players can actually go before or after their games and, and essentially get specials at these different places. But we also have additions to that. We have a system where they can check in while they're there based on their location. Whatever team checks in the most that win week wins a $100 gift card just for showing up the most. Ah. Then we also have where they win their games, they win free stuff to the bar. So my umpires actually put the scores in on their phone. So if your softball team won, they put the scores in, it automatically calculates the winner and emails the winning team a coupon. They walk in the bar, the bar clicks the button, they get a free round of nachos just for winning their game. Well, this is driving people into the bars, and the bars and restaurants love it because they need that traffic Sunday through Thursday, and they want that traffic. So we're actually creating a win-win scenario again for our players to get socializing experience, the bars to get people in there when they need them, and then we work with the bars on, on you know, paying for that sort of thing. So when I say we launched in Casey Crew South, we're essentially copying and pasting that model in Overland Park. So now we have leagues down in Overland Park, and then we're also working with local bars and restaurants in that area. So this is really our first expansion slash franchise down there. So we're using League Ally, our software, to do that and launch in that new city. And we're, we plan on launching more of those. We're actually hoping to be in St. Louis and Columbia within a couple of years to start a, a zoo crew or an FTL crew. Yeah, well, and that was going to be my next question. Do you see this expanding outside the Kansas City area? Obviously, you're already thinking about that and making plans towards that end. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's it's always been, you know, years ago we had people asking us to bring this to St. Louis. And for, for me, it was like, you know, we're, we've only been in one location. Granted, you know, this year we hit almost 10,000 participants downtown. We've never really managed more than one area. And so this Overland Park expansion for us is that first test. Um, how well can we do this? How, how much can we learn from this? And then once we learn that, I think we'll start expanding more throughout the metro and then as eventually launch in St. Louis, hopefully, and then Columbia. And for us, it, it, it looks at, you know, the overall arching company would be the crew, and then you'd have Casey Crew, Zoo Crew, wh whatever mm -hmm. we plan to launch essentially around that. Exactly. You have done a great job in just a few years, and, uh, you know, it always surprises me. I guess it shouldn't surprise me, but I, it always kind of brings a smile to my face, I guess you can say, when I hear about a company that was started to solve a need for the founder. And then it just, well, oftentimes it starts out as a side thing, and then it explodes like yours has. So we wish you much continued success. We're looking forward to getting to know you better through the 25 Under 25 program. And if someone would like to learn more about KC Crew, League Ally, or any of the other things that you're doing, perhaps somebody's listening that is interested in a partnership with you, uh, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, so um, all of our information is on our website at kccrew.com. Um, or they could email info at kccrew.com, and um, that goes to an inbox that I, I receive, and I can get back to them very quickly. Okay, so kccrew.com, info at kccrew.com. Get in touch with Luke if you're interested in talking with him about anything regarding KC Crew. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. We wish you much continued success, Luke. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.